Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa Buddham dhammam sangham namasami I kind of uh, thought of talking about uh, how we can uh, always simplify things and uh, at the same time overcomplicate and miss the point. Not do what can be done and try to do what uh, is uh, not worth doing. Obviously, I will make assumptions, so it's just, uh, just thinking. I'm thinking out loud, sharing my thoughts with you. And... Uh, We live in a complicated world, complex, just the numbers of uh, people on the planet. And uh, inevitably it leads to all kind of conflicts, physical and uh, cultural and uh, economical and whatnot. We are technologically advanced. There is a lot of information. We live in the information age. A lot of uh, information is available to us at the fingertips. And it can, well, it can, it usually creates that sort of a perception that uh, I can uh, know a lot, I can be informed if I make some effort and educate myself, read a bit. But it is not really possible to to truly know what is uh, happening outside of what we can see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and think. We may assume that we know, but uh, what we have is uh, oversimplified image that we have created from the bits of information that uh, we fished out from the worldwide wide net, often according to our preferences and likes and what fits in our idea of uh, 
what's true, what's not true. I remember reading once that uh, the expectation was that uh, people would be more connected, more sort of uh, open to each other, being able to communicate and know each other from different parts of the planet, across cultures, and uh, it would uh, bring them closer. But uh, and then the, the text was uh, uh, kind of lamenting that uh, it's not really the case, that uh, if anything, it actually leads to more isolation, kind of self-isolation in the artificial bubble that we create thinking that uh, we are connected, but uh, just uh, having this uh, as a as a thought, as a perception. In a way, we as a community, we have uh, quite a few branch monasteries and we can travel, visit each other, spend time in different continents. I just spent three months in Norway. I lived in New Zealand, in Thailand, in Italy, Portugal. Spent some time in Switzerland. Several monasteries in England. But it was always in a monastery. Dressed in the same way. Meeting the same people. Speaking the same language. Doing the same things. Was I really living in uh, Norway or New Zealand? To a degree, but only to a degree. And I'm not saying that it's uh, good or bad. It is what it is. As long as we understand that... Uh, it is what it is. And don't make assumptions that uh, because I lived in Thailand for five years in a monastery that I actually understand uh, Thai people, Thai culture, and uh, so on. Or because I lived in England for a long time. Do I really understand England? English people. I never lived here as a LA person. Never worked here. In a sense, I hardly ever met anyone who is not a Buddhist. Or at least uh, interested in some kind of 
spiritual life. So being, uh, being honest with myself, I can say, well, this is my experience. And it's not, uh, it's not, doesn't need to be otherwise, but I just need to acknowledge that my experience is limited. I can't pass judgments about uh, cultures and uh, people and whatnot based on my limited experience. I can't make sweeping statements. This is like this. Not uh, being able to may, for some people, may be a bit uncomfortable. They need to feel that uh, they can, they know that uh, they can sort of say that English are like this and ties are like that. When our image of uh, the world we live in is uh, kind of uh, fixed in our mind, it has to be very, very simple, oversimplified. And uh, it has to be black and white. And we know the answers, how to fix things, and how it should be. Most of the time we don't actually uh, do anything to, to make things better. We wouldn't follow our own advice. But uh, often we do uh, have advice to others. Just recently I actually read a quote somewhere. What's the most difficult thing to do? And uh, the most difficult thing to do is to understand yourself. And then the second half, what is the easiest thing to do? And the easiest thing to do is to give advice to others. I don't remember who said that, but it is a quote. So when we come to monastery, we come to practice, we can follow similar sort of a habit. may not even a habit, maybe it's more like an instinct to simplify, to make it so simple that it's easy to grasp. It's just like a simple image. This is what Dhamma is, or this is what monastic life is. This is how you practice. This is how you meditate. 
and uh, we can be spending quite some time with this uh, simple idea of meditation, trying to get some results. I have met people who would uh, talk about meditation as simply watching your breath. The more the better. Why, why not watching your toes? Maybe watching toes would do. Not to, not to be sarcastic about it. It's, uh, it's normal. It's uh, human. We can do that. And if you notice that we do that, then uh, we should uh, we should not. We need to be, in a way, I would say, a bit humble about not knowing, not having the full understanding. And at the same time, following up, doing what we know, what is useful, what is, uh, what is practice. We can do things to make our immediate surroundings better the world around us. We can be patient with each other. We can be helpful, polite, considerate. We can be tidy. And the world around us will be better. Perhaps we won't stop the global warming or shortage of oil, but uh, our world will be a bit more pleasant to live in, nicer for ourselves and for others. Noticing I, when I when I became a monk, sometimes it sometimes it felt like uh, okay now you have made this transition from someone who is uh, kind of on your own, try to practice this and that, but not quite uh, knowing the right measure, the right time the right thing to do. And now you have joined the, the team and uh, the team will carry you all the way to Nibbana. The senior experienced people will be here to, to support and to guide, help you when you need. 
and your brothers and sisters will support you as uh, equals. And you don't need to do very much, you just, uh, you just follow along. And it can be, can be a bit like that, a bit tempting to kind of just surrender. Nuposumedo used to say, just surrender to the form, which is true. Which is uh, a practice. But if we surrender to the form mindlessly, then uh, we become like a mushroom, just kind of growing in a, in a corner, growing older and bolder. more senior. And uh, there is a lot uh, we can do that can give us a kind of sense of usefulness, serving the community, take a role that would uh, be useful, beneficial, you know, fixing things or organizing, helping to run this and that. And we can actually feel that we are doing something. We even feel important. We get praised. And then we can ask ourselves, years later, what is the result of my monkhood? Have I grown in wisdom and insight? It won't happen by itself, just because we wear robes, keep precepts and watch the breath. So there need to be investigation. The world in this discipline, in this teaching, is the, the body with its senses and the mind. It's not the world outside, it's not the objects outside, it's uh, what is in our immediate experience. And that's where we make difference to ourselves and to others. And in a way, the practice is not complicated. But it is not easy, difficult to grasp to what actually is, uh, what am I supposed to be doing? We say mindful, you need to be mindful. 
like what is it is it something i can find within myself some kind of a thing that oh here it is here is mindfulness that's what it feels like to be mindful have you ever heard somebody say that mindfulness is not a feeling we can be mindful of feelings emotions we know them as they arise as they are present and as they disappear mindfulness is not something that you can see or even uh, kind of identify being present being awake knowing what is happening in what way like not in out there but uh, with the uh, body and mind and then recognizing noticing how suffering is created how self is the root of or the cause i can say the root cause of uh, suffering so this the the whole purpose of this uh, holy life the whole purpose of uh, us uh, wearing robes and doing all this and uh, lay people feeding us and uh, hopefully some of the some of the wisdom that uh, develops over years will rub off on uh, our supporters like a contagious cold So it's uh, recognizing that we don't know. We don't have full picture. We don't really understand. But there are things that we do know. And then uh, being uh, energetic and uh, disciplined in uh, following those and you can't be really energetic and disciplined 
in your own practice. And not energetic and disciplined in the duties. So, the ordinary simple duties that require some effort, you know, cleaning toilets and uh, things like that. It can be hard, it can be overwhelming, but we, de- we do need to know our limits and make sure that uh, we don't uh, take more than we can. But what we take, we need to do properly. It uh, it's like a rust on uh, steel, corrosion. The steel can be eaten away by rust. And in the same way, our practice can be eaten away by laziness. Just feeling like being a bit lazy. I'm not saying that we can't be a bit comfortable sometimes, but we do need to watch out. Just like we can't be really honest with ourselves and not honest with others. It just, uh, we are either honest or not. And in the same way, with our practice, we can't be diligent in the practice of Dhamma and not be diligent in our duties. So, I don't want to... I think I said pretty much what I wanted to say. Ivan. Hey,